Welcome to the Arena Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy the message. Hey everyone, it's really great to be able to come to you in a little bit of a different format. Over the next uh, three or four weeks, we're going to be looking at a series called Healthy Homes. We're going to be particularly looking at men and women and children and families and how we can bring health into those particular environments. So I really believe there's a context to all of us uh, for us to appreciate and understand uh, the differences that we are, particularly men and women. And uh, even if you're not uh, yet have children, you may not even be married. I really think there's something that we can all learn and grow in. And it's all really centered around the, year, the, the, the word for the year, which is to enable every one of us to be a good uh, follower of Jesus Christ, giving you uh, foundational bricks and truths that can help you on the journey. So it's my joy to uh, speak today, just for a few moments, with regards to healthy homes, particularly around um, healthy men, healthy men. Now, you'd be glad to know I'm not going to address the whole thought of how we can have health and fitness. I'll leave that to men's health and body beautiful and all those (laughs) kinds of things. It is important that we look after ourselves. It's important, guys, that we shower. It's important that we shave. It's important we do all the things there. I'm really wanting to address what makes a healthy man, our makeup, our hearts. I'm aware it's Father's Day today, and I'm aware this service could provide some pain for you because you may have never knew, knew your dad or an absent dad or you've had a breakdown of a marriage which causes some pain. Equally, there's people who have great elation because you've still got your dads with you or you have the memory of a great dad. Wherever it may be, I just want to encourage you to lean in for these few moments. There are many battles that healthy homes will face. I honestly think that we all should pick our fights carefully. Now, there are some battles in life that can be thrust upon us. And there are some battles that are worth a fight. Let me give you an example of this. I'm not an authority. But, you know, we must battle ecologically. What do I mean by that? The earth and nature. I get very sad when I see people trashing the earth. I think God does as well. It's a battle. I wouldn't go as extreme as some of the green issues and, you know, we're all going to be under a flood and all the rest of it, you know, but there is a battle. There's no doubt, doubt about it. We have to battle sociologi- sociologically um, with human behavior and there are some big, big issues, poverty and addictions and the like. They're, they're big battles. They're big issues. But I honestly think a big battle that we often overlook in humanity is directly from Satan himself. And it's centered around our homes. There is a battle for our homes. Let me be clear, Satan hates people and hates families. Nations and towns and cities, neighborhoods, good neighborhoods, are built upon a solid and healthy foundation of homes. Places of peace and togetherness. A place of love and and service. And when I think of this thought of healthy homes, I can't help but feeling, particularly around men, that there's a battle around men. And you'll have to stay with me for a moment, because honestly, the battle for gender is so fierce. 
There's a gender challenge, there's confusion, and there's compromise, and it abounds. Some people would say it this way, there's an emasculation of men. And that means that men have been, have been deprived of their male role or identity. Uh, and emasculation is we're made to feel weaker or less effective. Now let me be clear, for everybody who's listening today, men and women, let me be clear. I'm not speaking for the next 10 minutes about some macho rubbish that abounds. Uh, a demeaning of women. A domineering and laddish culture. This isn't manly. But what I am wanting to do is speak about healthy homes and healthy men in particular that will just lay a foundation, particularly if you are a man, and will help you to understand. And by the way, if you're a woman and you're not having this in your home, this is the, where, where we want to get it to. If you're believing for a husband, this is what you need to be looking for. These are good principles. And where I want to take us for a moment is in the book of Kings, 1 Kings chapter 2, verse 2. Just one simple verse. And it was King David's last words to his son, Solomon. Your last words are very important. And these were David's last words to his son, Solomon. And this is what he says. Let's read it together in 1 Kings 2, verse 2. He says this, be strong and show yourself to be a man. One version says, be strong and act like a man. Another version of the Bible says, take courage and be a man. And still others, one version says, so be strong and prove yourself to be a man. Here's the question, what is a healthy man? How can we act like a man, prove yourself to be a man? It was interesting recently, Andy Richardson, who sits on one of our boards uh, in Arena Church and is one of our leaders, he leads a great men's group. Men, if you want to be in something that's healthy and good, then you need to reach out to Andy Richardson. And he asked me this question to just address it on a short video. I was given two minutes. What makes a man? Now, what makes a man is not our hair, our looks, our beards, or our job types. That, that doesn't make a man. I want to say we are uniquely different. Men and women are uniquely different. Whatever the world wants to say, the culture wants to say, it's true. We are physically and emotionally different. And that's good. We're we, we different, men and women, in the way that we think and the way that we act. And that's good. But when I think of men, unfortunately, men have gone somewhere negatively and women have gone somewhere negatively. And I'm trying to just lay some principles that will help us. And when I think of principles for healthy men, I, I had to go to some good men that I've had in my life. And there are three things that are standouts in creating healthy men. First of all, number one, get your pen and your pad, write this down, character. Good character. What do I mean by good character? Well, honesty, integrity. People who keep their word. People who are faithful. Men of character who will fight for the right things. Somebody recently said this to me and it really captured me. That, and, and it was in the context of something different, but I want to apply it to men. Men, true men of good character, have nothing to prove, nothing to lose, and nothing to hide. Proverbs 20 verse 7 says this, The righteous who walks in his integrity, blessed are his children after him. Now I know it doesn't say men, but I want to apply it to men. 
men, if we will live honestly and with integrity, then our children will be blessed. One of the things in, in character and good character is consistency. We need to learn to be consistent. Consistency creates stability. There was a season just over a year ago that I was just reacting in a certain way and we've now found out that it could have been as a result of my sugars and just some things that I needed to address in my own body. But Caroline said to me, it's out of character because I was reacting a little bit more than I, than I normally would. And that was good because it showed me that there was good character. And so when you're out of character, it shows that there's something not quite right. What I mean by, by that as well is there was some stability. There was some track record that I'd had. And then can I encourage you to have good character, to live honestly and to live with consistency and stability. Secondly, can I encourage you to take courage to be men of courage, not just men of character, but men of courage. Men and husbands, sons and dads, you've got to stand, you've got to take courage. Proverbs 27 verse 14 says this, wait for the Lord, be strong and let your heart take courage and wait for the Lord. We need to fill our hearts with courage. We, this whole thought of, 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 of taking heart and taking courage is in the context of girding up, fortifying like a castle, your heart. I also think in, with regards to courage, we also need to be clear. We need to have clarity, not confusion. And that is as a result of convictions. Convictions give fuel to courage. There are some convictions that I've had over being married these last 30 years. There are convictions that I've had of being a dad these last 24, nearly 25 years. And these convictions, some people would say, are values. These come out of a courage, a heart, a character. And the Bible says we should impress values on our children. So if you ask our children, my kids, what are some of our... Uh, 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 what are some of our convictions? What are some of our uh, uh, places of courage? They would say that we believe that hard work is important because all, all hard work brings a profit. We have a phrase in our house, pay now, play later. That means there is a time when you can play, but often you have to pay now. Do what you need to do. We have a phrase, if you start something, then you finish it. We say, Caroline often says, be kind always. It's a value that we have and we've impressed it on our children. Live generously. Always live open-handed and open-hearted. And we've impressed this value. Always look out for the lonely. Always look out for the isolated. Always look out for the downtrodden. If you go into a room and you know the room and somebody walks in who don't know the room, you go and introduce yourself to them. You make friends with them. You try and be friendly and help with them. If you got it, it's impressing these, these values, convictions into our hearts. So men, come on, of character. Men, of courage, take courage. And thirdly, it's another C, chivalry. Now, please, ladies, I'm not trying to go somewhere with this. We've got to get this truth back into the church. Okay. We acknowledge and honour our differences. I'm not talking about chivalry again in some macho 
put down of women kind of where you're weak, you're inferior. I don't believe that. But one of the things that I think is really important if we're going to be healthy men is to show sh chivalry. So men open doors for women. It's just an example. Oh, but oftentimes I've opened doors for women and they've said to me, I've had on occasions people have said, why are you opening the door for me? I don't need you to open the door. It goes somewhere. Can I just say, men open doors and women, let men open doors for you. It's not showing a sign of weakness. It's just chivalry. Chivalry should not be dead. These little things do matter. How we take care of, of children, how we take care of, of females, how we take care of our mothers, how we take care of one another. These things are important as healthy men. And the world says they don't matter, they don't count, they do. In fact, Ephesians 5 verse 25 uses the illustrations that husbands, we should love our wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for it. Wow, what a comparison. It draws this comparison between a man loving his wife and how Christ loves the church. And Christ loves the church and gave himself up for it. Therefore, men, we should love our wives in the same way. Be willing to give up, be willing to sacrifice, be willing to be less selfish and selfless in how we serve. Kindness and manners and common courtesies are both important and essential. So let me just draw it to a close. Healthy homes. There's so much more that we could unpack in this and probably we need to in the days ahead. We recognise the difference between men and women, we honour them, we honour our women, we honour our men. But if we're going to be real men, it's not about the size of your muscles. You work out if you want, that's fine. No problem with that. It's about the size of your heart. Come on, let's be men of character. Let's be men of courage. Let's, let's, let's show chivalry. And let's model something to our world and to our kids and to our church, and to our neighbours, and to our families, that's different. Can I just give you, quickly, I've got time, three things for husbands. If you've never heard me say this before, you can email me, and I'll give you some more information. This is, we've just celebrated 30 years of marriage. I can honestly say in that 30 years, it's been fantastic. We've had our challenges, we've had our difficulties, we've had our disagreements. Anybody who knows Caroline and me will know we're both as stubborn as one another. But it's been a fantastic journey. And it's been fantastic because Caroline has lived some, with some principles of being a good wife. She's not perfect, I'm not perfect. Please don't look at the, the thoughts, Christian and Caroline is perfect, we're far from it. But we've sought to live with some character values in our hearts. And as a dad and as a husband, let me leave these three with you. I knew somebody challenged me in my marriage preparation just over 30 years ago that I needed to be a priest, not just a pastor, but I needed to know God for myself and I needed to lead my family well in the things of God, modeling it in the church. So I sought to do that, a priest. Secondly, a provider. They said, you may not be the main breadwinner, but you need to bring provision to that home. Some people, the wives earn more. I've got no problem with that. But it's about bringing provision. You are a provider in that home. And thirdly, a protector. It's my job to make safe those who live in my home. I pride myself. 
and my wife feeling safe. And I pride myself on my kids always feeling safe. And it's not because I'm the strongest, but I bring protection to my family in a spiritual sense and in a physical sense. Can I encourage you, dads? Can I encourage your husbands to get hold of those principles? And if you're lacking in some areas, ask the Lord to help you. Get yourself accountable with some people. Get in a re- Andy, Andy Richardson's men's group that meets across the locations. And let's become healthy men. I wonder if we could pray on this very special day as we honour our men amongst us. Father, I thank you for this opportunity of being together again at Arena Church. And men and women, boys and girls are watching me in this moment. And we need your help to build healthy homes. Lord, if there's anybody who's watching me now and praying and they're falling short, thank you that there's no condemnation from you. I pray, Lord, that they would find the help that they need. We would make the decision and the choices that we need to become healthy men. Lord, we know we may not have modeled this and we may not have had a great example, but there's always a new way. You wanted to do something new in all of our lives. So I just simply pray that whilst we celebrate men, we would also be the challenge to us men to be really healthy in our lives, in our minds, in our bodies, and in our hearts. And we also do pray for our lovely ladies in the church. We pray for our children. Together, we would build healthy homes that would be the bedrock of our lives, but also the bedrock of our society. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you guys. I've loved being with you. As always, what do I say? I love you. I'm praying for you. And I believe in you. God bless you.